Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to today's episode with Dr. Frank. Welcome back to the program, Dr. Frank. Hey, Paul. It's good to be back as usual. Yes. And today we're going to talk about something that's super important. It's a mistake that most folks listening right now have made. So we'll be delicate and sensitive. I've made this mistake as well. And that's not charging enough for our services. That's right, Paul. You don't ever want to be, if you can avoid it, and most of the time you can, avoid being the lowest cost provider in your market. Because marketing only based on price is often a trap that hurts a company's efforts to grow their business. And usually positioning your service solely on the lowest cost pricing is a sign really of just weak marketing strategy. Mm. That's really what that boils down to. So you want to try to avoid at all costs being the lowest cost mar- pr- uh, provider in your market. Yeah, absolutely. So lessons learned the hard way. I'm still in that process, Dr. Frank, but hopefully after today's conversation, we'll stiffen up the backbone a little bit and uh, charge what we're worth and not be that low price. Because I, I know a lot of customers, if they're going to get three quotes, they're, they're probably not going to go with the lowest one. It's just a, a psychological thing that I don't know if I can trust this low ball quote. Right. And uh, the company owner really needs to stick to their guns on that and not um, be fearful and, and think they always have to be the lowest cost to, to be picked. Because what there's so many bad reasons to be the lowest cost provider. And that's what we're going to talk about today so that you'll be motivated as a business owner to avoid it. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the problem is, is when you find yourself... Uh, trying to market yourself as the lowest cost provider, you really enter into what's called a race to the bottom with your competition in your market. And, and it's to see who, who can get to the lowest price the fastest, and then really nobody wins. And there's a lot of problems with that. Uh, often a business owner doesn't realize what those problems are. It seems like a good strategy sometimes to the uninformed business owner to try to be the lowest cost provider, but it, it's got so many drawbacks. One of them is you'll find that when it's a race to the bottom, the only company that can really make a profit in that situation is the largest company that's, that's in, that you're in your competition mm-hmm. you know, where, where, you're, where you're doing business because they can afford to cut corners and things like that because they can even, if they're big enough, they could even afford to take a loss for a while just to cut you out as a, as a competitor. Wow. But if you are able to stay in the game uh, to some extent as a low-cost provider, there's no way you're going to remain profitable mm-hmm. easily without cutting corners. And you keep cutting corners just to be the low-cost provider. Eventually, your quality is going to go down so low that you're not going to be a sought-after company. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense, Paul? Uh, it doesn't just make sense. It, it's the fact of what's happening and, and been happening I've been around the green industry now, Dr. Frank, for probably about 12 years. And this happens year after year after year. I watch companies that are the low prices and then they're gone. 
and then they're gone. You can you can do it for a while. I did, but it was because I had a part time job making everything work. But it, it doesn't work. Yeah, long long term. Mm-hmm. So you've seen it a lot then. Experienced it and seen it, and it's continuing to happen. And and that's why we make these episodes is to try to help folks intercept them to know you can't do this. Well, you know, Paul, here's the thing is that if you're the lowest price provider for your service, you really end up offering what's known as a commodity and you're really doing commodity marketing. And what, what is a commodity? A commodity is where you're offering something to the public. You're trying to sell them something that you perceive that they need, but there's no way to differentiate what you're offering from anything else from any other competitor that's offering the same thing. That's really what a commodity is. And because there's no way to, and there are some things that different industries have, um, and the companies are in business in those industries where they are selling a commodity and it always will be a commodity, like um, the commodities market, pork bellies and uh, barrels of oil and things like that. Those are commodities. There's no way to really differentiate that. How do you buy those things? I'm not really sure. I'm not in those industries. We'll we'll have another financial expert come in. (laughs) Because I had somebody say, you got to buy this commodity. And I was like, how do you even buy that? Right. Well, you don't, if you can avoid it, you want to not be in the commodities business as a business owner. You want to sell a product or a service that's highly differentiable so that you can charge a premium price. Right. If it's not differentiable from anything else that your competitors offer, then it should be the lowest price item. Okay. It, it should be a, a product or a service that doesn't cost much because it's there's nothing special about it. Mm-hmm. When you look at your product or your competitor's similar product, mm-hmm. that's what a commodity is. You want to avoid that. And so a commodity is considered by the market to be a product or service really that's interchangeable within the corresponding product or service that any other company can offer. So so that's that's the problem. And you want to avoid selling a, a product or a service that, that is considered a commodity. The other thing, too, is anybody who's in, in an industry where they're, they find themselves selling a commodity, because it just naturally is, it's very hard to make a profit mm-hmm. selling commodities. The margins for profitability are very, very small. And so it, it's just not the, the business you want to be in. And there's a lot of solutions to this, and that is to position your company and the products and services that you offer where it's not a commodity or it's not perceived as a commodity. Mm -hmm. And so there's ways around that, and that's where the business owner really needs to do some thinking. And just by thinking through this in a logical way, every business owner can figure out a way that works for them in their market where they can avoid that trap, selling a commodity and therefore having to become the lowest priced uh, offer of those products and services. You know, Paul, marketing is always about distinguishing your company and what it has to offer so that it appears to be the very best company option in the minds of your target market. And really the best way to accomplish that goal is to just determine the things that are truly unique about your company, mm-hmm. about you as the business owner, about you and your employees, mm-hmm. and about the products and services that you offer. Mm. Because it's this special uniqueness that is what differentiates you 
And because of that differentiation, you're no longer selling a commodity. So good. And uh, I think it's easy for perhaps the uh, lawn care and landscaping business owner to think, well, you know, I offer kind of a commodity because there's so many people out there doing it. All you need is a lawnmower and a couple uh, power tools. Mm -hmm. But that's not true. That's not true at all. It requires a lot of skill. And not only skill, there's a lot of style because different companies um, may use the same equipment and maybe have similar skills even. Probably they don't. There's probably some companies that are way more skill, skillful than others. But there's also a style element. It's a crea creative element. And, and that's what totally makes it different from selling a commodity. Yeah, and just for example, you could take a 30-inch Toro Time Master mower and someone with skill is going to sharpen the blades and so the blade is so sharp that when it cuts the grass, it actually make you can cut the same portion of grass with a sharp blade versus a dull blade, and it will make a significant difference, significant difference, at least here in Atlanta with the way our turf is. And then someone's meticulous to mow around the edge, you know, the border of the property first, and then they'll pick their diagonal stripe or whatever way they're going to stripe and then back and forth, make it nice and striped. And you just put a little effort into it. You could be using the same equipment as the guy down the road, but actually have a way better result just by, you know, being, um, paying attention to what you're doing and, and having sharp blades and something as simple as that. So haven't you seen, Paul, that even simple things that, um, don't seem like they'd make a difference. They actually do make a big difference. Yeah. And I mean, wearing a, a company uniform shirt versus some raggedy, you know, uh, whole button holes in your shirt, you know, just some t-shirt you got at Goodwill or whatever versus a nice, uh, you can get some of these athletic polyester or whatever the material is where it feels just like the shirt I'm wearing right now. It feels comfortable even in the Georgia heat, but you look professional. Right. It's, and you know, Paul, it can even be things that are not physical, but just mental. Mm -hmm. It could be uh, what differentiates you and your company from the competition is just your attitude mm -hmm. or the heartfelt reason why you're in business in the first place. Mm -hmm. Those can be very important differentiators that are very meaningful to your target market and would cause them to choose you over your competition. But there's one other aspect to this, What's and that, that is uh, not only the uniqueness, and every business owner really needs to just spend some time thinking about what's unique about their operation and their motivation and their equipment and, and every aspect of their business, but also try to pick the ones that would be m most meaningful to their target market by also being the ones that the attributes that are the, the the least easy to duplicate. If if what makes you unique is uh, not easily duplicate duplicated by your competition, now you've you've got something very powerful to use in your marketing message. And remember, your marketing message is not just advertising; it's any kind of communication or contact that your market might have with your company, either formal or informal. So that uniqueness, really, Paul is, um, I guess what I'm really trying to say is what's special That's about your company, uh, any aspect of your company that makes it special and just make sure that it's unique such that it's not easily duplicatable by your competition. Then you've got the winning combination to stand out in a meaningful way to your target market where they would be inclined to choose you over your competition. Thank you.
Hey, landscaper, do you work hard all year for freedom but still feel as though your money controls you? Unfortunately, because you can't give bookkeeping your full energy or focus, it just sits there most nights untouched, continually haunting you? Because your business demands your time elsewhere, you need a personalized bookkeeping solution dedicated to your industry. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, now known as the Landscaping Bookkeeper, is dedicated to giving your time and peace of mind back through our monthly bookkeeping service. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute phone call. We want you to become a confident and informed business owner. We'll take care of your grain so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at gulfcoastbk.com. Have you heard the exciting news? Caleb and Brittany have started construction on what will be the Hardscape Academy's official headquarters for in-person training. This summer, you'll be able to go to their 8,400-square-foot facility in beautiful Fairfield County, Ohio, and get the hands-on training you and your crew need to improve your skill set and earn more money. If you can't attend in person, they will always have their online training resources for paper installation, retaining walls, fire pits, and step installation, along with one-on-one coaching calls. All of this can be found at thehardscapeacademy.com. If you're serious about mastering your skills, abilities, efficiency, and bottom line, thehardscapeacademy.com is for you. And that link is in today's show notes. Hi, this is Jason with Lake Tap Landscaping. I used Paul's price increase letter this off-season in February. Sent it out to all my clients for a minimum 10% increase and was able to get 100% acceptance rate from all my lawn maintenance clients. It's a great decision to uh, raise your prices on a yearly basis. You can pick up the price increase letter at greenindustrypodcast.com. All righty, Dr. Frank. Well, as a commercial break, you're telling me more about this lowest cost provider marketing danger pitfall. What is it? Well, there is one more other issue. We've talked about just a moment ago about from the business owner's perspective, why they really want to avoid being the lowest cost market provider in their market. But there's a flip side to this too. And that is from the customer's perspective. What um, you want to do is avoid having the having the customers or potential customers in your market not really know anything about how how to be wise about buying the products and services that you offer and if they're not wise they really don't know what to look for what's important when you're trying to pick a good lawn care company and and landscaping company they will just default to price only because it's the only thing they know. Uh-huh. Well, I don't know. They might they not realize it, but they're thinking, I don't really know what's important, so I'm just going to try to find the lowest price. I guess they're all the same, and they're not all the same. That's That's another role for the business owner is to get it across to your market and your marketing messages that there's a lot to know um, to, to choose wisely. And if you consider all of those things, we're the obvious choice for the following reasons. So you want to educate your market, uh, and you don't have to educate them in a formal way, Mm -hmm. but uh, just a few bullet points when you're talking or in your ad saying, you know, you really want to look for this kind of thing with your lawn care company or landscaping company because it's important. It's going to give you the best value 
for your money. Mm-hmm. And we do the following and, and it's his perfect fit. You know, you want the, the potential customer to see that you're a perfect fit for what's important. And hopefully you've chosen the things too that are meaningful and important to them. So uh, you want to keep the customer, a potential customer from only having one set of criteria, which is lowest cost to make their purchase decision. Mm-hmm. So the lessons learned along the way is um, to avoid being the lowest cost provider in your market, you want to really spend time as a business owner clarifying your company's value proposition. Really, what is the value that you bring? And hopefully, that's something very unique that your competition can't easily duplicate. And it doesn't have to be something physical. It could be something mental or emotional um, that is meaningful as well to the potential customer. You also want to put uh, attention to reaching the more profitable segments in your market because um, they're typically more open to uh, reasons why they should choose you over the other. And they're, they're not so inclined to just default to the lowest cost provider. And another way that you can stand out is how you, how you package your company or the presentation of your company or the presentation of your service in execution. Um, companies do that all the time, particularly if they sell a product. Uh, it may not be any better than their competition. I'm talking about product right now, but they just package it different and it's perceived to be way better. Wow. Uh, you can do that with a service business, right, Paul? Absolutely. I think the one-stop shop landscaping company, you can you can charge so much more when you package it like that. Because for example, Dr. Frank, some customers have a fertilization and weed control uh, program that comes to their property, but they're only there maybe seven or eight weeks of the year to, to come and do the fertilizer and weed control. But if you can convince the customer, listen, this is your yard. We want it to look... It's best. So if you hire us, not only will we take care of your fertilization and weed control services to make sure the yard's weed free and and, and healthy and, and optimal, the soil's optimal and things like that, but we'll also take care of your lawn maintenance. So we're we have boots on the ground. We we have eye on the property year round. You know, all, all, we can you know you can sell it like that. Then you can charge more than if to just go a la carte buy a lawn care maintenance guy than a, a fertilization and weed control guy. And so by just packaging and educating, I, I definitely think you um, can charge more and customers will be comfortable paying you more if you let them know why. So the idea of packaging differently is a very broad concept. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, too, you know, customers usually buy what they want and they don't always buy what they need. That's where the expert comes in who who knows what they need but is very sensitive to what they want. So you, you really want to offer what they perceive, get them to perceive that you offer what they want, but you certainly make sure they get what they need. And, uh, that's, and you could tell them that you could say that in your marketing message that, uh, we know you want this. We know you want that we deliver, but you know what? You need this other thing too. And we deliver that as well. Something along those lines is a very effective marketing message, either formally or informally when you're talking, just talking to potential customers. Another good idea to differentiate yourself in a unique way that your cust- your competition can't easily duplicate is tell really good stories that get the point across to your potential customers. True stories, 
that uh, your competition, they have stories too, but they don't have your stories. Mm -hmm. And that also differentiates you because it shows you, it shows them what you do and how you feel and how you act under different circumstances. It gives them a window into what makes you as a business owner and your company tick. Uh, And I guess uh, another thing too is in addition to good stories, it's always, always a good practice to be authentic a sense of authenticity in uh, how you present your company in your marketing message, whether it's formal or informal, is an extremely powerful way to differentiate yourself in a unique way that you're often your competition can't duplicate. So those are some of the tips that I would offer, Paul, about how to avoid being the lowest cost provider in your market. Well, I really appreciate the wisdom you bring to this program, Dr. Frank, and the lives you're influencing across the world. It really is appreciated, not just by those listening, but me personally. And I think what stood out to me the most as you were sharing this is that question you asked earlier. It really kind of just stung me is what makes you special? And I'm internally, I'm just thinking, what what makes me special? And how, and then once I discover that answer, how do I craft that message to the customer? And then how do I raise my prices based on what makes me special? And so this, this is a lot of food for thought. I I really appreciate it, Dr. Frank. And as you guys are listening to uh, Dr. Frank drop these nuggets and you're saying, man, it just, it makes you think, it makes you expand your thought process. Dr. Frank and I actually sat down for nine modules where we went in depth on how to get and know, pardon me, how to get and keep customers. And I was getting so mad at you, Dr. Frank, because I was like, why don't you tell me? We've been friends for a while. Why don't you tell me this? Why don't you teach me this stuff earlier, man? Because it's just like uh, you ever watch a cartoon where it's like, boom, and the the thing, like the brain explodes because you just have this idea. It's like, wow, dynamite. And uh, I just want to encourage you guys, if you want to get better customers, keep your customers Take your marketing to the next level. Dr. Frank is on fire into in the how to get and keep customers e-training program. That will go more in depth and, and really uh, be a blessing that I wish I would have had this information earlier because I would have got way better customers, kept them and, and not had a bunch of headaches that I've had because I, at the end of the day, like you said earlier, Dr. Frank, it's not the price that's the issue. It's the marketing. That's you right. have a low price because you're a raggedy marketer. If you, I'm, I'm using my language as we <laughs> talked earlier. Yeah, and see, and that's right, Paul. Just to add to that is, like we said earlier, is if you're the lowest provider, cost provider in your market, you're you are doing lazy marketing. There's always a way to to boost that above that level. So good. Well, thank you for your time, Dr. Frank. I I know you guys have been sending me messages, and Dr. Frank's not the most social media savvy guy, so. I'm telling you guys who have sent me messages saying, we love Dr. Frank. Man, it's Dr. Where'd you find this Dr. Frank? This is golden excellence in broadcasting. Um, thanks, Dr. Frank. On behalf of everyone out there listening, you, you are a, a fan favorite around here. So Thanks for having me. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production. When you drive the brand ranked number one in dependability by J.D. Power, you can stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see yourself behind the wheel of the brand ranked number one in dependability by J.D. Power. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Kia received the fewest reported problems among all brands in the J.D. Power 2022 U.S. Vehicle Dependability Study based on 2019 models. See JDPower.com awards for 2022 details.